friends, thank you for tuning in to Intermittent Philosophy, the podcast where we are going to talk about all of the hard things that people don't want to talk about. I am going to open up some doors that maybe you wanted to close in your thoughts or your feelings. My mission, the legacy that I want to leave behind is to get people thinking, to get people feeling authentic and feeling fulfilled with their life. So hang out with me, Sammy Joe, as we get into this episode of Intermittent Philosophy. Thank you guys once again for joining me. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Sammy Joe, and I'm going to be with you on today's episode. I am really curious what you guys are going to take from this episode today. So what I want to kind of help open your eyes up to is stillness and movement in your outside life and in your internal mind. So your mindset, your thoughts, your opinions. So for all you yogis out there like me, we're going to kind of be breaking down a little bit of yin and yang today to see how that's showing up. So movement is something that we really understand, right? You put things in motion, things get moving, they get flowing, we feel really great. If you're familiar with my podcast, you might know that sometimes when we're moving a lot, we're just using it to kind of band-aid things or we're using it to fill some type of a void in our life. So that's where movement is in our brains that can look like, you know, we're always racing from one thought to the next. We're always having different opinions. We're kind of flip-flopping. It's hard for us to stay attached to one opinion over the other because there are so many ones out there. So that's kind of the yang, the movement part of both our physical world and our mental world. Now, the yin part is slow. It's, you know, if you're having a Netflix and chill kind of day. It's if you are... You know, you're working on a project, but you're in the grind part, so it's kind of slow moving. Yes, you're still moving, you're still working on something, but it's not constant go, 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 go. In our minds, it's when we can think about something, we can contemplate on one idea or one topic for a very long time. So that's more of the slowness, the stillness, the yin. Now, what frustrates me more than anything in this world is when anybody, whether you are a professional or not, when we try to push down people's throats that you should only be one of these things and not the other or, you know, that it's possible to find a perfect 50-50 balance between these two things because it's not, nor does it have to be. It's, like I said, it's infuriating when people try to make it seem like you have to be 50-50 and everyone is going to be this one way and if you can't be this one way, then you can't be successful and yada, yada, yada. The reason why that is so inappropriate and why we need to let go of that belief is because we are all different. We do not all need the same things. Plus, I I don't even... I don't even know that a 50-50 relationship between stillness and movement in your outside world or in your inside world would even be possible. As human beings, I don't know that we're evolutionarily programmed to have that quote-unquote perfect balance. So if you can just drop that opinion right now, life becomes a whole lot easier. But the purpose of this podcast is to just get you to start thinking as to where does slowness show up in your life, where does movement show up in your life, and any movement or slowness that is showing up in your life, is it serving you? 
And if it is not serving you, then what can you put in its place instead? And what is the benefits or the purposes of both movement and slowness? And honestly, the idea for this podcast came to me in a yoga class the other day where it was a a yin class. So it was a very restorative class and that's really my style of yoga that I like. I like to bust my ass in the gym, break down my muscles. So when I'm in yoga, I want to rest and restore. I don't really want to feel like a workout. But this particular yin class, we were, it was like a traditional yin class where some of the poses we held for 10 minutes and your girl was just in my mind. I was starting to wobble a little bit and I was actually starting to freak out so much so that I physically had to move my body because mentally I just, that stillness was not serving me in that circumstance where generally speaking, I can be really good in my stillness. I can accept it. I can embrace it. I can go with it. So I had to think, okay, where in my life am I saying yes to one thing where I want to be saying no or vice versa that is causing this type of effect on me when I am, you know, in a position where I am supposed to quote unquote, supposed to be so still. Now movement is great for getting stuff done. It is great for when we want to kind of get ourselves out of a rut. If we're wanting a fresh way of thinking, movement in our physical world, movement in our mental world, that really helps with it. It helps to just cultivate new growth, new life. Also when we're moving, Once again, if I'm moving in my physical world, whether I'm go, 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 actually physically moving like walking, exercising, or in my brain, if I just let every single thought come, pay attention to it, process it, we're able to see things from a completely different perspective. So that is really great. It can kind of show us things that we've been wanting to see, but we just let everything free flow versus feeling like we have to slow it down and control it. So that's a really great thing that can come from movement. Now, a not so great thing that can sometimes come from movement is when we know that there is something that we're wanting to avoid, that we're not wanting to address, and we just keep moving, it's kind of like we're running away from something. The thing about that is it's going to tire us down and eventually everything catches up. So we don't want to always feel like we're avoiding or running away from something. There's a difference between cultivating new things and you know, starting new tasks out of innovation or doing it out of fear of something else catching up. And when we act out of fear, generally speaking, it doesn't really serve us that well in the end. Now, when it comes to stillness, a positive thing that can come from stillness, whether in our physical world or in our mental world, is that stillness a lot of the time creates calmness. When we are in a relaxed state, sometimes it's easy for us to see things a lot more clearly with a lot more depth to it. If I take the time, I can actually fully understand versus we all do this where we say, oh yeah, yeah, I understand something, but no, we're just bullshitting. We just don't actually want to understand. So this type of understanding, I actually mean the understanding where you can pinpoint exactly where this thought or feeling is coming from, why it's coming from this place, what all your triggers are, and that sort of thing, which is also a really great thing for innovation in my physical world. If there's something that I'm trying to problem solve, if I can step back, gain that clarity, 
it gives me a different way to be innovated. Which once again is why we don't need this 50-50 because maybe the slowness works a lot better for you. Maybe the fastness works a lot better or the movement works a lot better for you. It's not that one is better than the other, but it's just the shadow sides of both. We just want to be really aware of what they are so that if they are showing up for us, we can replace them. Side tangent, I know we were talking about the stillness and the slowness. So a good thing about stillness and slowness, like I said, it can help cultivate innovation. It helps us step back, get different perspective. If you've ever worked with me as a client, you know that that is 100% what I'm all about, is just gaining different perspective because a lot of the times if we have worries or stresses or fears, it's because we're only coming at it from one perspective, forgetting that there are so many different perspectives. Now, a slightly negative or maybe not that beneficial thing about slowness or stillness is that it's easier than to get stuck, right? So for myself, I'm, I'm not a swimming person. I'm not an outside water person. It, I don't know. It's just not my gem. If you guys listen to my podcast, Under the Sea, you will know that. But the thing is, is that if I'm going to swim, I would rather swim in moving water, knowing everything is moving through it versus like some pond where I don't know what is in there, but it's been sitting in there for a long time and now I'm gonna get in the water with it. I'm not really into that, but our thoughts, our opinions, our situations in the physical world can be the same if we have too much stillness, too much slowness. So an example of that is if you have a problem and you're not willing to move on it, you're not willing to, you know, get your mind thinking, get those cogs turning, so you just continue to stay stuck, that is not something that's serving you. That is doing the opposite. That is self-sabotaging versus serving. With our mindset, if we don't allow new thoughts or opinions to ever come, if we want to stay stuck with the things that we have, then that is a very stagnant mindset that doesn't cultivate a lot of room for growth. So it's not a very forward thinking type mindset to have. So now that you're a little bit familiar with how those both look and how they are different from each other, actually take time to think, where are you seeing a lot of positive movement in your life? Because positive movement is great. It is a big fire under us that gets us moving. It gets us doing the things. It gets us taking action. We can be bold. Then where do you have a lot of positive stillness in your life where you are able to sit back, take perspective, you know, not just give up on things all the time, which side note is another negative of a lot of movement. And I seen that a lot when I was a personal trainer in the fitness industry, a client would work on a program and, you know, maybe give it two weeks and then decide that the program is shit. It's not working. It's the worst program in the world. But the thing is, is that our bodies actually take time to adjust to these things. So in two weeks, we're not going to see a lot of growth. The real world is not shows like the biggest loser where you have these miraculous drops all the time. So that's okay. But then if we just constantly are flipping and flopping and switching, that's not good either because we have not given the program or the purpose enough time to run its course. So where are you seeing a lot of positive movement and positive stillness where you are giving things the appropriate amount of time to run its course and be successful? And when you can think about where you're seeing these positives, I really challenge you, where are you seeing the negatives? Where are you seeing yourself having too much movement so that you're not allowing things to run its course? Where are you having too much movement that at the end of the day, you actually realize that you're running from something. You're doing it out of fear versus out of 
power. And then where are you having a little bit of negative stillness where you're letting things, you're holding on to things for far too long, you're allowing your stuck, yourself to stay stuck for too long because you're not letting the movement in. So wherever you're seeing those negatives of each the yin and the yang, it's easier for you to bring more of the positive in where you can actually see where you're having that in your life. You guys have heard me say this a lot, how we do one thing is how we do all things. So if I can think of all the areas where I'm really great at allowing movement into my life, I can then take out the negative movement and add positive movement into my life. Or I can even do the opposite and add that positive stillness. Generally speaking, let's just take... If I'm running from something because I'm scared of it, right? So exercise is kind of a fallback for me because that's where most of my time has always been spent in my career. So if I'm always exercising because I'm hating my body, I'm loving my body, and I am just continuously doing that, not addressing it, if I can then step back and add some positive stillness into my life where I'm addressing where is this coming from? Where's the slaughter belief coming from? Where was it conditioned into me? How can I change that conditioning? So changing conditioning never happens overnight. It's not a fast process. That is something where I'm going to have to linger a little. I'm going to have to add a lot of yin, a lot of calmness and tranquility so that I can actually deal with it. So when we have a negative of one or the other when it comes to yin or yang, try adding more positive of the opposite to see what that does. So literally, take out a piece of paper, write down the positives and the negatives of both, and then you're going to cancel out your negatives by adding more positives. And I'm so excited for you guys to do this task. Remember, this is not a very great podcast if you just want to listen to it and go about your day. It really works the best when you can actually do these things. Think about it. And also, if you feel like that's the most useless task in the world and it it didn't work for you and you just really hate it, that also makes me extremely happy because at least you took time out of your day to think about it and to decide for yourself. Now, if this is something that you have a really hard time with being able to do for yourself because it's really hard for you to step back and gain perspective, I would love to have a conversation with you about it. If something on your guys' list really surprised you when you thought about it, I would also really love to hear about that. So you can always find me on social media. I am on Facebook or Instagram at Lifestyle Rising. You can send me a private message. Another option, you can always just email me directly. My email address is sj at lifestylerising.com. And if you're interested to know more about what it is that I do, learn a little bit more about me as a coach, coach, not couch, (laughs) you can head on over to my website, which is www.lifestylerising.com. Enjoy making your lists and having more positive interactions with both movement and stillness, yin and yang. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Intermittent Philosophy. I'll be popping back with another episode soon. But in the meantime, please don't forget to keep thinking. Interrupt your everyday patterns. Yes, our life is busy, but there are always moments where we can reflect, we can grow, and we can appreciate. Gratitude is one of the best striving forces for growth and appreciation. So try to add a little bit of philosophy intermittently into every day.